0: The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus, Jesus spoke to the crowds about the kingdom of God, and he healed those who needed to be cured. As the day was drawing to a close, the twelve approached him and said, Dismiss the crowds that they can go to the surrounding villages and farms and find lodging and provisions, for we are in a deserted place here. He said to them, Give them some food yourselves. They replied, Five loaves and two fish are all we have, unless we ourselves go and buy food for all these people. Now the men there numbered about five thousand. Then he said to his disciples, Have them sit down in groups of about fifty, They did so and made them all sit down. Then taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he said the blessing over them, broke them, and gave them to the disciples to set before the crowd. They all ate and were satisfied. And when the leftover fragments were picked up, they filled twelve wicker baskets. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we have the blessed gift of celebrating the most central mystery of our Catholic faith, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus Christ. The true reality that God, who is our Father in heaven, has bestowed the greatest act of love upon us through his Son. He gave us his Son, who died for us on a cross to offer us salvation, who then was laid in a tomb for three days, rose from the dead to offer us life again, ascended into heaven, And at that point, he didn't say, well, I did all this for you, good luck, hope it goes well, I'll see you at the end. No, he said he'd remain with us. He's not here in his body as we would see him as a human being. He's here under the signs of bread and wine. But he is truly present here. And so today we celebrate that central mystery of God's love for us, the fact that Jesus Christ, our Lord, remains with his people at all times. You see, when we experience the darkness of the world, when things of suffering and all the things seem to be going wrong, you can always step into a Catholic church and look for the lit lamp. Often it's red here in America, blue or white in other places, and that lets you know that God cannot abandon you. That light is a sign and a symbol that Jesus Christ himself will always remain present with you. Body, blood, soul, and divinity the most holy sacrament of the altar. This is what our faith teaches us. But yet it's sad, and it saddens my heart sometimes because of the indifference that so many can have towards this presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. Either we just get so used to it that we just don't think about it, we take it for granted as Catholics, or we just don't seem to know what it truly is. It saddens me because witches and Satanists, those who worship Satan as God, they have greater faith in the eucharistic presence of our lord jesus christ than some catholics they will steal hosts so that they can perform black masses or desecrate the eucharist because they believe that it actually is jesus christ mocking us and what we believe my brothers and sisters we must have greater faith than those who don't even believe in god so indeed on this feast of corpus christi i encourage you to increase your faith, to beg for that increase of faith. And the best way to do it, the best way to learn who Jesus Christ is, to grow in your faith of his presence in the Most Holy Eucharist, is to just simply spend time with him. I could tell you all the theology or do my best to do so. I could relate to you all the scripture passages proving that it really is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. But he wants to tell you himself. He himself wants to speak into the silence of your heart. He himself has a vested interest in your goodness, in your happiness. You need to come and spend time with him. This is why in this parish, since I got here, I've been trying to do my best to encourage everybody to spend time before our blessed Lord, whether that's in adoration or just stopping by before his presence in the tabernacle. Even if it is you just step in the door, genuflect, and step back out and go about your day. I guarantee you that will change your day. But don't just take my word for it. Our Lord Jesus Christ revealed in private revelation to a Benedictine monk that's all recorded in a book called Insinu Jesu. I highly encourage you to read this book, private revelations of our Lord Jesus Christ approved by the Catholic Church, in which our Lord Jesus Christ is especially calling for the conversion of priests and all people by spending time with him in Eucharistic adoration. But our Lord Jesus Christ said this, I withhold nothing from those who love me and seek me in this sacrament of my silent living presence. Those who come to me and abide in my presence but once, if they allow me to touch their souls, will return to me again and again. They will find in me all that is necessary for happiness in this world, even when suffering abounds and when a darkness seems to have fallen over all things. In the sacrament of my love, I am the pearl of great price and the treasure hidden in the field. I am the lasting happiness of the man who sells all that he possesses in order to possess me. Our Lord Jesus Christ goes on to say, I am here for you, beloved friend of my heart. I am here for you, and nothing will keep me from giving to you according to my heart's desire. Come to me and receive what I wait to give you. You will never be disappointed nor will you go away empty. Now, there's a number of people who have made the gift of themselves, the gift of their time, for spending time with our Lord Jesus Christ in adoration. I bet if you talk to any of them, they would tell you they regret none of it. They regret none of the time they've spent with Him, even if sometimes nothing happens. Just because we're talking to Jesus doesn't mean He's got to do something for us. A lot of times the greatest thing He does is nothing for us, because it invites us to love his silence, his presence, and not what he does. You see, my brothers and sisters, I'm often asked the question of, well, I would go to adoration, but I don't know what to do. Well, let me simplify it as best as I possibly can. Here's two simple things you can do when you come to adoration. Show up, genuflex, kneel before our Lord Jesus Christ in the most holy Eucharist, and make an act of faith. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe that you are truly present here, body, blood, soul, and divinity. Make that act of faith. And then the second thing is, ask him what he wants. Often we show up to pray and we have our laundry list of things we're going to do. We have all of our requests we're going to make and we say, well, Jesus, you got to do this, 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 and this, and I've got problems with this, this, and this, and then I'll say my rosary, and then I'll read this, and I'll do this, and we never ask him what he wants. If you want to know the simplicity of adoration, of spending time with a friend, show up, make an act of faith, and then just simply in your heart, ask him, Lord Jesus Christ, what do you desire? And you might be amazed at what he responds with. He might say, my son, I want you to rest. My daughter, I want you to be loved. My son, I want you to s- just simply read this one passage in Scripture. If you're willing to open your heart to let him speak into it when you're in his presence, he will speak. And that silence. So make an act of faith, and then ask him what he wants. But then what will happen probably, since we're human beings, you'll get distracted. You'll show up and start thinking about everything that you try to think about outside of adoration, and you can only think about that inside adoration. But it's okay. You're in good company because it happens to everybody. But our Lord Jesus Christ also speaks to the difficulty of distractions. He says this, You think that your inability to pray without distractions is an obstacle to my grace. Were that so, I would not have been able to sanctify a great number of those whom my church honors as saints. Distractions, when they are not entertained willfully, are no obstacle to my work in a soul. My grace passes through them to touch the center of the soul wherein all is still, and in readiness for my healing and sanctifying touch. Come to me with a lively desire to surrender to me. That is sufficient. Come to me for my sake, to offer me your companionship as an expression of grateful love. I need nothing from you. My heart's desire is to respond to all your needs with an abundance of spiritual gifts. My heart's desire is to draw you into the closest union with myself. Bring me your desires, your goodwill, a profound regret for all your sins, and above all, a boundless confidence in my merciful love. Come to me to receive what I desire to give you. When you receive from me with simplicity and with a grateful heart, you glorify my mercy. Sometimes, though, when we show up to prayer, we come with our laundry list of things to do, right? I've got to say my three rosaries, my Chapel of Divine Mercy, and my three chapters of the Gospel. I've got to read all of those things. And when I do those, then I can talk to Jesus. But I've got to get all these things done first. Well, he speaks to those sentiments as well. I am not a taskmaster in prayer. I do not ask of you anything burdensome or difficult to achieve. I ask you to offer me the companionship of a loving friend and the affection of your heart. I ask you to remain in my presence, content to be before my Eucharistic face, close to my Eucharistic heart. A prayer made with sleepiness and distraction is no less pleasing to me than one made in consolations and alertness. For all those who might have fallen asleep or are warm this morning, let me read that one again for you. A prayer made with sleepiness and distraction is no less pleasing to me than one made in consolations and alertness. Your subjective dispositions do not impede the action of my grace in your soul. Learn then to trust in me, to do the things that you cannot do of yourself, and allow me to work in you secretly in a manner perceptible to the gaze of my Father and by the operation of my Holy Spirit. My brothers and sisters, on this feast of Corpus Christi, the day that we as Catholics rejoice because we know that our God cannot abandon us, he dwells there for all time, longing for your presence with him. Will you resolve in your hearts to spend time with him? Will you resolve in your hearts to be with him, to abide in his presence, to make an act of faith, and then ask him what he wants, and then let him transform you by his love? Brothers and sisters, he waits for you, he longs for you, will you console him? Because the God of love is always present to you.